Euzu billahi mineşşeytanirracim. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi rabbil alamin. Vessalatu vesselamu ala seyyidina Muhammedin ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ecmaîn. Allahumme allimna ma yanfa'una ve anfa'ana bima 'allamtana ve zidna ilmen nafi'ah. Allahumme erinel hakka hakkan ve erzukna ittiba'ah. وَأَرِنَا الْبَاطِلَ بَاطِلًا وَارْزُقْنَا اَجْتِنَابِهِ Rabbi şrah li sadri ve yessir li emri vahlul uqdeten min lisani yefkahu kavli Esselamu aleyküm ve rahmetullahi ve berekatuhu Welcome to the Reflections on the Risale-i Nur by Bediüzzaman Said Nursi podcast series This is Mustafa Tuna You can listen to the episodes of this series wherever you get your podcasts or at the website www.reflections-rn.org In this episode, inshallah, we will begin reading and reflecting upon the 19th word. This is about the messengership or prophethood of Prophet Muhammad wasallam. How it's about how he 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 has to be he has to be the messenger he cannot be but a messenger um it is a piece written in a way paraphrase from a text that ustad nursi had written earlier and that text is now in the masnavi nuri al arabi the the arabic masnavi of uh zaman said nursi uh, it is called Rashahad or uh, Droplets. Uh, it also was included in a book, Nurun Ilk Kapısı, the first gate or the first door of the, the light that Ustad Nursi appears to have written earlier, before uh, the texts that went into the Risale-i Nur. Um, Inshallah, we will read the, trans, uh, the, the Turkish original and the translation of this text, and then we will consult, we will use the piece that is included in the Mathnavi Nuri, Rashahat, the droplets, uh, as a way of reflecting upon this text and also perhaps clarifying it. It is a bit more detailed in there, Inshallah. So, Bismillah. 19th word Risalete Ahmediye'ye dairdir on the Ahmedan messengership uh, we had mentioned this concept Ahmed Muhammad uh, in the in the previous episode very briefly they are both names of the blessed names of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam Muhammad means the um, the praised one and Ahmed is the most praised one and in the Sufi literature usually it is used in a way to suggest that Muhammad covers the the metaphysical personality of the Prophet up to and including his lifetime in in time and Ahmad covers his metaphysical personality after he passes away after he moves on to a different dimension however this um, nuance is not always indicated sometimes it may just be that we are referring to him as ahmed or muhammad both are his blessed names so on the ahmadan messengership on the messengership of the prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam that he was chosen by god to convey his message to his slaves it begins with a um, poetic verse, not a verse from the Quran, but a poetic verse. But we should keep in mind that the last uh, section of the 18th word, the part that we read in the previous episode, was also kind of an introduction to the 19th word. So the verse we read there, Astaghfirullah. billah. قُلْ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ تُحِبُّونَ اللَّهَ فَاتَّبِعُونِي يُحْبِبُكُمُ اللَّهِ Say, and this is God 
addressing the Prophet وسلم, say if you love God follow me and God will love you this is uh, chapter 3 verse 31 this applies to the 19th word too so in a sense uh, it, the, the, the placement is meaningful and in a sense the 19th word continues to interpret is, is um, a continuation of the commentary of this verse but the poetic verse uh, poetic line that we are going to read um, it is it probably belongs to Hassan bin Sabit uh, the uh, poet of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam one of the beautiful companions of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam and it reads وَمَا مَدَحْتُ مُحَمَّدًا بِمَقَالَتِي وَلَكِنْ مَدَحْتُ مَقَالَتِي بِمُحَمَّدٍ عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامِ I did not praise Muhammad with my words, but praised my words with Muhammad. Blessings and peace be upon him. So this is the prophet. Uh, this is the uh, poet of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. He has uh, poems that praise and praise the. Um, Prophet but in the end he says I did not praise him with my words I praised my words with him if there's any beauty anywhere that's from him that's through him it's from God through him he is the font of beauty in this world and therefore you cannot beautify your words you cannot praise your words or beautify your words with anything but through him Evet, şu söz güzeldir. Fakat onu güzelleştiren, güzellerin güzeli olan efsafı Muhammediyedir. And then in reference to his own treatise, the 19th word, Ustad Nursi says, Yes, this word is beautiful, but what makes it beautiful are the qualities of Muhammad, who is the most beautiful of the beautiful ones. Or the Muhammadan qualities, the qualities of the one who is the most beautiful of the beautiful ones. 14 reşahatı tazammun eden 14. lemanın birinci reşahası. Of the 14th flash that entails 14 droplets, the first droplet. Now, there is a little bit of overlap in uh, naming, titling here. The 14th flash, there is a 14th flash in the, uh, the book, The Flashes which was written after this one, after this uh, book, the, the words, and later it was named the flashes, and there's a 14th flash in there. We actually read the second station of the 14th flash right after the first word. Uh, it's about uh, the secrets of Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, uh, in the name of God, the merciful, the compassionate. And this 14th flash uh, belongs or comes from the Nurun um, Ilkapasa, most likely comes from the Nurun Ilkapasa, the, the first gate of the light. In there, there are the, the naming and uh, numbering in there follows, and this fits as the 14th flash there. But at the same time, it entails or includes the 14 droplets, which are the droplets or reshahat that I just mentioned in the Masnavi Nuri al-Arabi, the Masnavi of uh, Bedu Zaman Said Nursi in Arabic. At any rate, uh, it fits very well perfectly in this particular location in the treaties as the 19th word following the 18th word uh, and the droplets in the Mathnavi there are 14 droplets there therefore uh, it also fits very well as the 14th flash in the uh, in the first gate of the light too <coughs> At any rate, we are going to read the text now, inshallah. Bismillah. <coughs> First droplet. Rabbimizi bize tarif eden üç büyük külli muarrif var. There are three universal things that make our Lord known to us. This was a bit difficult to translate. Muarrif is someone who makes something known. Um, a literal translation could be perhaps informer but obviously informer or informant is used in a different and negative sense so we are not going to use that we will say there are three universal things that make our lord known to us now we are not saying sources of knowledge here we are talking about an active agent who teaches 
So we could also say teacher. There are three universal teachers that make our Lord known to us. Uh, but not mu'allim, mu'arif is the word. And there's a difference between mu'allim, which comes from ilm, which is knowledge, and mu'arif, which is uh, comes from the word arafa, which is also knowledge, but usually a higher level of understanding, knowledge with understanding, not only the accumulation of information, but internalizing and interpreting and making sense of that knowledge. So this teacher is a teacher who helps us make sense of the world, the universe, and helps us know our Lord with a deeper level of understanding. There are three of them. Universal ones are three. Otherwise, everything is something that lets uh, that makes our Lord known to us. Wherever we turn, we see His signs. The leaves that are falling now in the fall where I am, each and every leaf is something that makes uh, my Lord known to me. My fingertips make me known, make my Lord known to me, etc., etc. But these are universal ones, the general ones, the ones that cover many other things altogether. So there are three universal things that make our Lord known to us. Birisi şu kitabı kainattır ki bir nebze şehadetini 13 lema ile Arabi Nur Risalesinden 13. derste eşittik. One is this book of the cosmos. We have heard some of its testimony in the 13 flashes from the 13th lesson of the treatise of light in Arabic. Now this treatise of light in Arabic is also uh, referring to the book that I mentioned, uh, the first gate of light uh, it's not very clear uh, these this is a work or these are works a series of works that Ustad Nursi seems to have written um, perhaps between 1923 1926 1927 at that period in his life when he was uh, he had withdrawn from society and then he was exiled from Eastern Anatolia to Sparta and Barla uh, some of the material that he seems to have produced at the time is lost uh, but at any rate we have this text in Arabic in the Mathnavi Nuri now so this is probably referring to uh, referring to texts uh, or treatises in the Mathnavi Nuri so the first one the first universal thing that makes our Lord known to us is the book of cosmos the world the um, physical world or physical may be limited the sensor sensory world that we can interact with it can include uh, realms that are not straightforward readily available to, uh, readily accessible to us but for those whose senses are sharpened they can access those too so the jinn may be included in this even though not everybody sees the jinn the angels may be included in this but pr first and foremost the world that we see can touch hear measure the book of the cosmos the cosmos this um harmonious, organized, orderly existence that we find around us. We have heard a small part of that earlier in the 13th lesson and this is the 14th lesson uh, that we are reading now. Another, or rather we need to read the Turkish. Birisi şu kitabı kebirin ayeti kübrası olan Khatemul Enbiya aleyhissalatu vesselamdır. Another is the seal of prophets, blessings and peace upon him, who is the great sign of that great book. So what's the great book? The great book of the universe, the great book of cosmos, the book of cosmos. The prophet Muhammad وسلم, then is included in that great book as its great sign, ayat al-kubra, ayat al-kubra, the great sign or perhaps the greatest sign in it so the creation is teaching us about our lord uh, 
uh, within the creation he is specially uh, designated and he has a special role in teaching about the creation to us and his teaching is a universal teaching the the leaf falling from the tree as i just said teaches me about my lord too but it's, a, it's in a particular way the way of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam is universal birisi de quran azimushandir and the other is the quran of tremendous standing so three book of the cosmos or cosmos prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the quran these are three teachers who teach us about our Lord. Şimdi şu ikinci Burhan'ın natıkı olan Hatemül Enbiya aleyhissalatü vesselamı tanımalıyız, dinlemeliyiz. Now we should get to know and listen to the seal of prophets, blessings and peace be upon him, who is that second articulate demonstration. Now by way of a commentary or rather clarification, we are going to read the relevant section from the treatise named Rashahat or Rashalar or Droplets uh, from the Masnavi Nuri. This is the very beginning of that treatise. It's called Droplets from the Sea of the Knowledge of the Prophet. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. In the name of God, the Merciful, the Giver of Mercy. Ustad Nursi says there. Indeed, the things that make our Lord known to us are countless and unlimited. So it's not just one or two or three, it's countless and unlimited. But the greater demonstrations and universal evidences are three. So the thing that makes our Lord known to us is both a teacher and also demonstration. It demonstrates what's the, the reality of uh, the manifestations of our Lord right and it provides universal evidence so these are three the universal evidence and the greater demonstration the three universal uh, teachers are the following one of them is this cosmos you have heard some of the signs of this great book as I mentioned it came before this section in the book in the Mathnavi Nuri the second is the greatest sign of this book, the greatest sign of this book of the cosmos. And that is the concluding seal of the Diwan of prophethood. So Diwan is a, um, a kind of uh, book of poetry, a lengthy or rather a lengthy collection of poetry by a single poet. Some po poets have uh, diwans in multiple languages, um, but a long and usually rel re relatively related collection of poems, right? That's diwan. Now, Ustad Nusi is referring to the institution of prophethood in humanity as a diwan, as a collection of poems. Each prophet, alayhimussalam, is like a poem. And Prophet Muhammad وسلم, is the concluding seal, the last poem that comes in this Diwan, in this collection of poetry. That is the concluding seal of the Diwan of, Diwan of Prophethood and the key of hidden treasures. Peace and blessings be upon him. The key of hidden treasures. He comes and he opens the gates for treasures that had not been unveiled, that had not been unlocked before. The path through which the awliya travel in their sluk, in their journey to knowing God. The path of the companions, his companions, which is even a shorter uh, path, a shortcut to the knowledge of God. The names of the beautiful names and attributes of God. Um, the our understanding of the manifestations of the names and attributes of God, our understanding of the hereafter, many issues, many precious pieces of information, precious pieces of insight and understanding, these are all, these are all 
uh, gems. These are all uh, preci uh, precious uh, treasures that came to humanity, that became available to humanity with the Prophet And the third is the interpreter of the Book of the Realm. So this is referring to Quran and the Quran is an interpreter of the Book of the Realm, the cosmos and beyond, and God's evidence before the people. God's evidence before the people, what could that mean? That is the wise Quran, but what could that mean, evidence before the people? God sent the Quran. He taught us the way. He told us what to do, what not to do. He taught us, he showed us, he, he revealed to us what is coming in the future, what is awaiting us. Now we have this information, we have this knowledge that we need to act accordingly. And if we don't, in the hereafter, when the uh, Supreme Court is convened, there will be evidence against us. We will not be able to say, Lord, I did not know. If the Quran reached us, if, he, if the knowledge of the Prophet reached us, we are now accountable, we are now, now responsible. Then we must know about the second articulate demonstration. So we talked about the first one. The third one will come later. Now at this point we are going to talk about the second one. The second articulate, the word is natuq. Uh, so it's, it's, he, he, he is not, uh, he, he is not like the cosmos, animate, inanimate, right? But not speaking human language. He is not like the Quran, uh, not in, not animate, right? Speaks, but speaks what is revealed. Not speak, does not speak in time like a human being. The Prophet sallallahu is articulate. He is not. He is a human being, right? Among the three, he is the one that is of our kind, sallallahu And the third is the interpreter of the book of the realm and God's evidence before the people that is the wise Quran then then after this third one we must know about the second articulate demonstration and then listen to him so we should know about him and then listen to him and we will mention some droplets from the sea of his knowledge says Ustad Nursi in the introduction of this uh, treatise in the uh, luminous luminous Mathnavi or Masnavi Nuri in Arabic. Now this was all by way of an introduction to what is to come. Uh, it is written under the first droplet, but you can also we can also think of it as a an introduction to the, to the treatise. The actual body of the first droplet is coming now. Evet, o Burhan'ın şahsı manevisine bak. Yes, look at the metaphysical personality of that demonstration. That is the Prophet and here we are not talking only about his personality but about his metaphysical personality and this is something that we have talked about thought about before it is not just the Prophet as the man who walked the earth um, between 570-71 and 630-31 it's not just that that's his physical personality his metaphysical personality is a universal thing. According to his teaching, according to his um, prophetic tradition, the first thing ever created was his light. He's alive in his grave. When we send salams, when we send blessings to him, God lets him know and he responds to it. So when we say, Prophet Muhammad, we should not think of the, the flesh and bone man who walked earth 14 and a half or so centuries ago. No, that's not exactly what we are talking about. What we are talking about is something much bigger, much broader, that cannot be confined and contained in a lifetime. We are talking about the light that makes the that makes the creation meaningful if you are in a dark room 
you don't see anything, therefore there is no meaning to attribute to anything in the room. If the light is turned on, you start to see things and then you can attribute meaning to them. They can start to mean something for you. You can start to be able to find your way around and about in the room. That is what we are talking about. The light of the Prophet wasallam, the flesh and bone person, his uh, spiritual reality, his metaphysical personality, including everything related to him. The um, scholars and saints that he trained, that he taught, that that um, nursed from the pure milk, pure knowledge that he brought to this world and conveyed and as a result of which became the scholar that they are or the saint of God, the friend of God that they are, the righteous for many centuries since him. This is all included in his metaphysical personality. Yes, look at the metaphysical personality of that demonstration. Sadhu arz bir mescid. Sadhu arz bir mescid. Mekke bir mihrab. Medine bir minber. O burhan-ı bahir olan Peygamberimiz aleyhissalatu vesselam bütün ehli imana imam, bütün insanlara hatip, bütün enbiyaya reis, bütün evliyaya seyyid, bütün enbiya ve evliyadan mürekkep bir halkayı zikrin serzakiri, bütün enbiya hayattar kökleri, bütün evliya taravetdar semereleri bir şecere-i nuraniyedir ki her bir davasını mucizatlarına istinad eden bütün enbiya ve kerametlerine itimat eden bütün evliya tasdik edip imza ediyorlar. So what kind of a person is this Muhammed sallallahu aleyhi ve sellem? The face of the earth is a mosque. Now we can we can we don't have a measure to measure his tremendousness his greatness uh, the measure of his greatness is by God we are incapable of comprehending that but we can have a sense of it if we cannot comprehend it it in its totality we can comprehend it in its parts and aspects of it so the this is a prophet such a prophet that, that the face of the earth is a mosque the face of the earth is the place of worship for the religion that he brought the face of the earth and you can go even further than this like if, if people go to the moon the moon is also a place of worship for the ummah that follows him too right so the there is there is no limitation it extends to wherever his followers go Mecca is a mihrab Mecca is a mihrab for him now this word could be translated as altar but you have altars in you know, temples or churches this is a different uh, thing this is a future of mosques it is the niche or uh, opening or designated place on the qibla wall of a mosque on the on the wall of a mosque, mosque that is facing uh, the qibla or on the uh, you know direction of the mosque if the, if the wall does if the mosque does not have walls right in that direction on that side of the mosque where the imam uh, stands and leads prayers so if you have been to a mosque you know what i'm talking about and what does this mean the imam leads prayers standing sitting being in the mihrab right so he the prophet وسلم, is leading the worship of all of his ummah and in a sense all humanity and the jinn and all creation standing in mecca mecca is where kaaba is where the uh, the sacred precinct is where the mosque 
is right that's where we stand to pray and that's where we turn to pray so in the, in the if an imam stands at the mihrab in his mosque the prophet وسلم, is standing in mecca to lead the prayers the remembrances all the worship of all human beings the believers and medina a pulpit a pulpit is where the imam um, climbs so that he's elevated and then gives a sermon preaches lets people hear what he has to convey now why mecca mihrab medina pulpit it was after he came to medina that the Pro prophet sallallahu was able to convey his message to humanity uh, more freely the opportunities expanded significantly when he moved from mecca to medina in mecca for 13 years he spent worshiping god and many of the essentials of what we do as our acts of submission as our worship before god were established in mecca when he came to medina now he was able to proclaim freely and widely our prophet blessings and peace upon him والسلام, who is that oceanic demonstration is an imam for all people of faith all believers a preacher to all people so for those who believe him and follow him those who have faith he is their imam how about everybody else are they cut off from him pagans christians jews atheists agnostics deists anything but muslim are they cut off from him no that's where he turned to from the very beginning he conveyed the message to people who did not believe or who did not know what to believe in he's inviting them all he's conveying the message to them so he's a preacher to all people he's the imam of those who have faith who have accepted the message and he is a preacher an inviter to all people the leader or chief of all prophets he came the last he is the seal and he is also the chief the leader how do we know during Isra during his night journey from Mecca to Jerusalem and then from there Mi'raj to uh, God's presence when he stopped in Jerusalem all prophets gathered and he led them in prayer there we know this from uh, you know sound prophetic traditions he is the imam of all prophets on the day of judgment when none of the prophets let alone ordinary human beings will be able to dare ask god to start the reckoning to to, to start the uh, accounting because they will be so tormented from their waiting right none of them will be able to ask none of them will be able to intercede on on behalf of humanity and will be the prophets muhammad وسلم, he is the representative of all human beings and he is therefore the representative and leader of all prophets too the master of all saints there's no true saint there's no true friend of god there's no true um, traveler of the path to god and the measure of this is not showing karamat uh, you know saintly miracles or not saint but miracles extraordinary events etc that's not the measure because those can happen to people who are cast off are so evil who have fallen from God's grace to such an extent that God's God gives them these extraordinary events in order to, uh, to 
to accumulate evidence against them basically or sometimes there are things that we think are extraordinary but actually they are not extraordinary they are just beyond the the the, the realms that we are familiar with they're part of the creation they are part of the mechanisms that are built into the creation but it's just that we do not have the ability to perceive and um, understand and manipulate them some fish have and other animals have uh, an ability to to sense the earth's magnetisms or magnetic magnetic fields and can find their ways accordingly that's beyond us we don't have an, any any sense of it we can measure it using uh, machines now so perhaps the last let's say 100 years or so we have been able to uh, detect it but we don't sense it personally we don't sense it in our organs we don't sense it in our bodies or if we sense it we are not aware of it obviously we sense that we are firmly grounded on earth we are not flying we are not floating in air uh, although earth is moving so fast we are not falling we sense that but but we are so used to it that that's so uh, that it has become so normal for us that we do not sense it we do not recognize it right so um, the measure of sainthood is one's ability and diligence in following the sunnah of the prophet and as a result of which increasing in his or her knowledge of god right so he is the master of all saints too because by definition sainthood entails taking him as your master following him he is such a luminous tree with all prophets being his lifeful roots and all saints his fresh fruits that the prophets who rely on their prophetic miracles and the saints who depend on their saintly miracles corroborate and sign under every one of his claims he came to this world to make some claims there's no god but god allah subhanahu wa ta'ala prepare for a life after the life the, the short brief fleeting life that you have in this world there's hell there's paradise there are angels they are watching over you be careful watch what you are doing because you are being watched etc etc he came with messages he came with claims and all all prophets before him corroborate and sign under his claims because what he is saying is in perfect alignment with what they brought their precedent is evidence and demonstration for his veracity and all saints who as I said the the measure of sainthood is not the uh, you know showing or having miracles but once a saint is saint right the miracle becomes an endorsement of this person so it, it is not what makes this person a saint of God but it is an endorsement that God puts there or it is a favor that God gives to this person right so relying on their miracles or depending on their saintly miracles which which shows which demonstrates that they are saints after we verify that they are following the sunnah properly the prophets and saints of god are both corroborating and signing under every one of his claims these are the greatest of humanity these are the greatest people who have ever lived on earth these are the smartest these are the most knowledgeable these are the most insightful these are the authorities you have a headache you want to find out what's going on is the migraine you have a mega protect tumor in your brain um, 
Are you not having enough sleep? Are your muscles tight? Are you having a, a sinus infection? You don't know. You just have the headache. You just had have one symptom. You have other symptoms too, but you do not have the subtlety. You do not have the subtle uh, level of knowledge to to figure out which one it is. So you go to a doctor, a physician. They make some tests. They eliminate some possibilities by evaluating your symptoms altogether and they tell you what you have you go to an authority in order to find out and they give you the medicine once again you know you, know, you go to an the authority to um, diagnose what you have and to treat it so it's like that we are human beings. We find ourselves on this earth. It's a very problematic place. We are attached to things and we want them forever, but we know that either we part them or they part us. We have predicaments, all sorts of predicaments surrounding us. We have ailments, we have sicknesses. We want uh, treatment. Then we go to those who have advanced understanding of the matter we ask them look I find I found myself in this world what's going on here who am I where am I where am I coming from where am I going to what am I supposed to do here explain it to me show me the way and they all say look at Prophet Muhammad he showed the way we can only convey to you what he conveyed to us he is the he is the lighthouse he is the sun he is the one who illuminated everything he is the one who is showing the way zira o la ilaha illallah der dava eder bütün sağ ve sol yani mazi ve müstakbel taraflarında saf tutan o nurani zakirler aynı kelimeyi tekrar ederek icma ile manen sadakte ve bil hakkı derler. For he says there is no God but God Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. La ilahe illallah. He says la ilahe illallah. And by repeating the same word all of those luminous performers of remembrance zakir is the word here performers of remembrance performers of remembrance those who are uh, engaged in the act of remembering God and one of the ways to do this is to repeatedly say la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah right so all of those luminous performers of remembrance who line up standing to his right and to his left that is in the past and in the future say with consensus and in a metaphysical sense you have upheld and articulated the truth so they don't have to uh, you know come before us and say you have upheld and articulated the truth if they are repeating what he is saying if they, that means they are endorsing his claim and so that means they are saying you have upheld and articulated the truth sadaqta ve bil haqqına hangi vehmin haddi var ki böyle hesapsız imzalarla teyit edilen bir müddaaya parmak karıştırsın now what fanciful supposition has any right to poke its nose into a claim confirmed by such countless signatures? The signatures of the luminaries of humanity, the humankind. The luminaries of the humankind are endorsing his veracity, endorsing that he is the messenger. He is a messenger. So we went to the doctor. The doctor told us what our problem is. He said, you have a sinus infection, take this antibiotic or whatever, some other a medicine, take this and it's going to go away. Now, this is the doctor. He has authority on the matter. He is the one who uh, studied medicine. He is the one who has an experience, say, like 20 years of experience of seeing people, etc., etc. As you are going out, if the janitor of the hospital pulls you to the side and says no 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 no! don't don't believe him you you don't have uh you know sinus infection what you actually have is a brain tumor come inside to 
this you know, janitor's room I'm going to perform a brain surgery who goes with them nobody right you go to the doctor if you don't trust that doctor perhaps you may go to another doctor but at the end you seek an expert of the matter and we go to the experts of the matter and they are all unanimously telling us this is the guy we all read his book we all follow his instructions this is the man that you have to follow right they're all endorsing his veracity so what fanciful supposition that has any right to poke its nose into a claim confirmed by such countless signatures now uh, once again going to the uh, Reshalar or the Rashahat in the Masnavi Nuri we are going to read the relevant section there and that is in the first droplet know that this articulate demonstration has a tremendous metaphysical personality and if you ask who is he what is his quiddity like what 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 is his reality tell me the reality of him what is he how can i understand him how can i make sense of his existence you would be told he is the one due to the tremendousness of whose quiddity the surface of the earth became his mosque due to the tremendousness of who he is quiddity means what it is mahiyah is the arabic word uh, that we are translating the tremendousness of who he is the surface of or the face of the earth became his mosque mecca became his mihrab and medina became his pulpit he is the imam of all believers who line up behind him and follow him he is a preacher to all humans elucidating to them the precepts of felicity everybody wants to have felicity everybody wants to be happy everybody desires seeks happiness but he is the one he is the one who shows in detail who explains elucidates expounds the precepts of felicity the rules the principles if you do this and then you do that then you reach felicity if you do this and then do that then you 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 are going to end up in trouble and he is always right he always shows the right path the leader of all prophets vouching for them and confirming the foundations of their religions with the comprehensiveness of his religion so they endorse him with the um with, with the with the harmony with between what they brought and what he brings and he is vouching for them and confirming the foundations of their religions with the comprehensiveness of his religion his religion encompasses the essence of all true religions that came before him and don't take this as this weird notion of perennialism that all religions are one etc no that's not what i'm talking about I'm talking about all revealed religions, all true religions. His religion encompasses the essences of all true religions, not the particular rules and regulations, etc., that were sent to particular people at particular times, but the essences of the uh, the, the the religions that were brought by prophets and messengers of God before him it encompasses them all the master of all saints guiding them to the right path and mentoring them under the sun of his messengership so they can find the right path only under his guidance and they need his mentorship in order to advance progress on the road on the path the spiritual axis at the center of the remembrance circle of prophets the best ones the voracious ones and the god conscious devout ones who unite on this word on his word which they each pronounce now the best ones ahyar the voracious ones 
Astaqa, the God-conscious ones, Atqiyya, these are the best of humanity. You can include the saints in them, and some of them may not be saints uh, in, in the sense that we understand the term, but Astaqa, right, Asfiya, these are all the best of humanity, and he is the spiritual axis at the center of the remembrance circle of all of these people in the center of this remembrance circle that all these best of humanity the the um, cream of the crop have set and formed and a luminous tree now this is a metaphor we think of imagine the Prophet وسلم, as a luminous tree the firm and lifeful roots of which are the prophets drawing from their heavenly foundations while the fresh and green branches and the sweet and glowing fruits of which are the saints saints drawing from their inspired knowledge there is not a claim that he makes but that is corroborated by the testimony of all the prophets who rely on the authority of their prophetic miracles and by all the saints who rely on the authority of their saintly miracles so it is as if the seals of all the perfect ones are on each of his claims for you see he says there is no god but god allah and claims monotheism and we hear from the two luminous lines of the past and the future prophets before him and saints of god after him that is from the suns and stars of humanity sitting in a circle of remembrance the exact same words la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah la ilaha illallah they're all saying la ilaha illallah they repeat it and they agree upon it they and, and they agree upon it despite the differing of their methods and their discrete dispositions it is as if they say with consensus ijma consensus you have upheld and articulated the truth sadaqta wa bil you have upheld and articulated the truth and fanciful supposition has no right to raise its hand to reject a claim that is confirmed by the testimony of countless witnesses who are supported by their prophetic miracles and saintly miracles prophetic miracles ma'ajizat uh, for the prophets and saintly miracles karamat for the saints and the difference is prophetic miracles appear uh, with prophets it's an endorsement of their prophethood messengerhood um, and it cannot appear in the hands of other people if a person is claiming to be a prophet God endorses them with this now saintly miracle we cannot really tell whether this person is a saint or not by just looking at the extraordinary event the breaking of the norm in the hand or about this around this person we have to look whether he is following the path the model of the Prophet وسلم, or not such breaking of norm norms can appear in the hands of people who are really cast off but if a person is claiming to be a prophet a true breaking of the norm will not ha appear uh, in our scholars have, have agreed on this will not appear in this person's hand and there are other details too but this is you know something at the basic level that we should know inshallah so the idea is the messengership of prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam relates to his metaphysical personality and his metaphysical personality is a tremendous thing we only mention some of its indications we are not able to comprehend its reality it goes beyond us to comprehend it we would have to be there standing and watching when he stood or sat um, on his knees before his Lord 
during the miraj when he was in the presence of his lord and there was there was two bows distance whatever that means it's a metaphorical expression between him and god 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 is not limited to any space any place he's not limited by time uh, but this is a metaphorical expression indicating that he was so close in station in communication and in that sense that that's ineffable for us that we cannot articulate that's the point here right we if we could see it understand grasp it articulate it then we could perhaps come closer to understanding the metaphysical personality of the prophet but we cannot we only look at the indications and what the indi what are those indications in the past kings monarchs uh, states projected their power with the monuments that they erected that's why sometimes in places you have a mosque and right across the street you have another mosque like sultan hassan mosque in cairo egypt and right across from it almost a you know you can throw a stone from one building to the other another mosque rufai mosque uh, built in the 19th century why what's the point was the sultan hassan mosque not sufficient for the people who were coming there for friday prayer no it's a huge mosque but the Mehmed Ali Pasha's you know dynasty who was who were ruling Egypt in the 19th century wanted to make sure that to, to say we are here that was a way of projecting power with the Ottomans you have Hagia Sophia that is uh, converted into a mosque when Constantinople was taken over conquered by Muhammad the Conqueror and later it will become Istanbul obviously right it is this huge cathedral uh, that was converted into a mosque and right across from it we have sultan sultan um sultan ahmed mosque so or they could build palaces they could build um gardens with promenades and etc whatever these were ways to project power by looking at or oftentimes you would not be able to look at but you would hear, hear the stories of the throne of a king how beautiful it is ornamented how much gold is used to 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 uh, construct it etc etc to make it all of these gave indications of tremendousness majesty glory to the people now look at the majesty look at the tremendous of the prophet muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam that his mihrab is not a piece of stone ornamented with a few gems but no Mecca is his mihrab the sacred land is his mihrab Kaaba that building that is honored by God is his mihrab Kaaba which is ornamented by this piece of rock that we are told has come directly from paradise is his mihrab Medina the huge city is his pulpit who is endorsing him who is standing behind him who is standing around him you know you see a Sultan and then you see his viziers his ministers and then the you know scholars of the Shaykh al-Islam they would all be standing to the left and the right of the Sultan and then the preciousness of these individuals who are standing to the left and right of the sultan would give you an idea about the the, the um, tremendousness the respect worthiness of the king of the sultan who are standing to the left and right of the prophet the best of humanity the luminaries of humanity prophets and saints of god what else do you need what else what other indication do you need to feel the oh to feel the oh that's related to the, the, the metaphysical personality of the Prophet may God may God fill our hearts with the oh with oh of the majesty of his metaphysical personality 
and with love for him with his love may God fill our hearts with his love so that we follow him out of love not out of not not out of mere imitation but may our imitation be an indication a symptom an outcome of our love for him amen subhanaka la ilma lana illa ma 'allamtana innaka antal alimul hakim wa akhir da'wahum alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin al fatiha